What is good, everybody? Happy Monday. I was going to say later in the week, and the week just started. That's never good. Happy Monday to everybody. Welcome to the NBA Exchange. We are back with another week to talk about it. Doing a later show today, which we're going to do from time to time during the season. I was so glad my guest was able to accommodate with me today um, in terms of moving the show a little bit later, which I like to do sometimes because it's right before the games, so we get to talk about some different things. So I always think that's really good. But my guest, I'm happy because this is her second time. And I think the first time we saw each other face-to-face virtually was on this show. But she is back. She's an award-winning journalist. You see in a bunch of places. She does stuff for Valley Sports, covering the NBA, uh, Fox Sports. She's all over. She's who I call the queen of the DMV. That is my homie, Kelsey Nicole Nelson. Kelsey, welcome back to the NBA Exchange. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for having me, Dexter. Always a privilege and pleasure to join you. And thank you so much for that title. Look, I'll take it. <laughs> Listen, I, hey, hey, you're, you're the person I know out in the DMV, you know, covering <laughs> everything. Um, you were on the New York Post and SNY joint collab the other day yeah. um, with my guy Brandon London and his show. You did a great job breaking down the, thank you. the commanders on the Know Your Enemy segment. Um, <laughs> you. So you did a good job there. But we should start with sort of that with the commanders. Um, This Sunday was not too good in D.C. sports. It was it was a it was a rough weekend for the D.C. sports fan. And listen, you know, I got love for the D.C. sports fans. But the commanders tying with the Giants, Kelsey, and then the Wizards getting a a 55 piece dropped on them by uh, Anthony Davis. Oh, my God. Uh, how, How are the sports fans doing down in D.C.? How are they doing down there? Look, Dexter, as I told you in the pre-show when we talked, you're choosing violence to start off the show, but it's okay. I can hang with it. You know, we've been through our fair share of emotions in the DMV area, but you said it. I think first that Commanders-Giants game, you know, was all this hype, right? The battle of the NFC East because all these teams are doing well. And in America, I was on a podcast earlier in the UK, Dexter, we don't know how to deal with ties in America. We're not used to it, right? I mean, even in soccer, we were like, what is this? So I think at this point, Commander fans are doing this. They're scratching their head because it's not a win, but it's not a loss. Are you angry? Are you mad? We didn't know if Taylor Heineke was going to rock 1J or not. Like, we just have questions, basically. A lot of- about oh. it. But I think the <laughs> I think the biggest thing, though, I think it, it builds up anticipation, Dexter, for that next game that the Commanders play at the New York Giants after this bye week. And now I think you've seen it by now, but that game's been flexed to a night. Got flexed. Yeah. Yes. So that's even more exciting. I feel like it means all the more eyes will be on this game. And because why? Playoff implications, folks. That tie, what it did for Washington, Seattle moved into that seventh spot now. Yes. So now Washington is outside looking in. And again, they're going to the bye week, a chance to get healthy. They'll hopefully have Chase Young back that next game uh, to that added to that defense that's just been playing some really solid, great football for Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess, like we just. Next, what do you do with the tie in the NFL? And they usually come back to bite teams when it comes to playoff standings. Yeah, no, no, no. Right? You're you're right about that. I was saying that yesterday. I was saying that yesterday when I was doing uh, some videos on Sunday night about how fans should feel about it. And you're right. It's funny. I did some I did some appearances and some stuff in the UK last week too. And it's like, yeah, yeah people don't know how to feel about a tie here. We're not used to it. It's not really not. a win. You're 100 percent right. It usually comes to bite NFL teams back in the ass. In terms of getting into the playoffs, <laughs> Giants. Some listen. Somebody might not be happy in the NFC East. It might be the Giants or the Commanders. Um, right. Who knows? But you're right. It makes that game in Week 15 really juicy. All right. But what? But what about you? What about the yeah. Wizards? Which is what we're here to talk about. The and Wizards. Um, AD uh, dropped a 55 piece on your boys. Uh, how, how, how's the DC sports fan feeling about that? 
Man, we almost gave AD a career high. Not feeling good in Washington, D.C. Lakers come into town. First off, it was disrespectful, the amount of Lakers fans there. So we actually took a picture, Dexter, of all the Thomas Bryant. He had that many jerseys when he was playing here in Washington <laughs> with fans. But all that to say, you know, I think one, you know, Terrell Suggs is at the game front row, Javonta Davis. You know, the Lakers bring out the stars, even here in Washington, D.C. And, you know, just when fans were kind of getting excited about the Wizards' play, they let Anthony Davis go off. And let me tell you, Christophus Porzingis paid tribute to Anthony Davis after that game, saying, look, I mean, he's the MVP runner right now with the way that he's playing. But you never want to get dominated in the paint that the way that Anthony Davis was. And, of course, losing Bill was not good at all either. But, I mean, we gave headlines. We gave everybody national headlines because of the performance it was put on. So it's like, geez, we couldn't be happy with football in Washington. And then we couldn't be happy <laughs> with basketball in Washington. And folks in Washington, Dexter, we just want to be happy. There's a lot going on here. We got politics. We got sports. We need something to smile about. But right now, uh, the commanders, obviously, I I guess it's a half smile when it's a tie. And the Wizards, we're just kind of frowning because that's just not what fans want to see at home, especially when the next time we get to see the Wizards at home, it'll be the home, the homecoming for John Wall, which a lot of fans are exciting about. So I'm, a lot of people are going to be, so I'm, I'm going to have my eyes on that one. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, have my eyes on that one for sure. For sure. And, and see, that's part of the reason I wanted you on today because <laughs> I wanted to not not to say, you know, we I started off with violence. I chose violence. To start oh, yeah. Off. And, and folks in DC know Dexter has an aunt in DC. All right. They're, so they're, yes. Right I got love for DC. I got <laughs> love for, I got love for DC. Chocolate City. I got love for DC always. Um, I, I wanted to talk to you about this because I think where the Wizards are, right? They're 11 and 13 on the season. Right. I'm going to be honest. I've, I've been a little bit surprised about them and then also concerned because last year, last season, at the start of the season, they started off pretty well. And then, you know, January hit and it, it all went downhill. Um, <clears throat> what do you think of this team right now at 11 and 13? They've had some good wins. Some have come where players have been out the lineups for other teams that some people might right. say, oh, that's not really a quality win, Kelsey. But they're 11 and 13. I know that's around the mediocre area. What do you think of this Wizards squad? Yeah, I'm just going to be honest with you. We're used to mediocre here in Washington. Index, they're like, you know, we want so the hand that we've been given and the hand that's been dealt here in Washington. You know, you look at Bradley Bill, obviously got back healthy, now back injured. We're still waiting to hear how long he'll be out. Just how long he'll be out. Just when he's starting to get back into a group, Kyle Kuzmin is playing solid basketball here. In Washington for Stavis Brzingas, who, by the way, I know that's a in New York, but he's been playing some solid basketball, Dexter, right now as of late um, for Washington. But as you said, you know, you look at them and in their last couple of games, now losing six of their last seven. Get this, folks, giving up an average of 123.4 points over the last five unacceptable, especially when this offseason, the Wizards have prided themselves on working on their defense. And I think that's why, too, last night it was so hard to see the Lakers get off to such a strong start in the paint. And at the end of the game, the Lakers winning that points um, in the paint battle. But Wizards won in six in the last seven games. There's not too much to be happy about um, right now with this team. And then once again, you lose your guy. The three-time All-Star, um, you know, Bradley's been I mean, questionable, honestly, for, for his career. Um, and then I'll just also, to add insult to injury, you know, he did the No Chill Gil podcast, or No Chill podcast with Gilbert Arenas, and then basically saying, you know, he came he came back to Washington because that was, like, like the option that he had. <laughs> so I know. Like, 
that hurt too. And I'll tell you, fans kind of took that because for one, you know, Washington, I was at the game November 18th, you know, when we welcomed back Karan Butler, Antoine Jameson, folks, um, you know, Gilbert Arenas. And th there was such pride in that game. And there, that game was pretty packed. And if you guys have seen the latest reports, unfortunately, the Wizards are like literally the last in ticket sales. So it's not good right now for Washington in terms of fans actually supporting. But that game was full because why? We got to reminisce on the good old glory days in Washington. And for a long time, we've just been asking, we want back a victory. And so this year is supposed to be who? Bradley Bill, Kristaps Porzingis, and Kyle Kuzma. But we've seen to be good in the NBA, you're going to need more pieces. Why? Because the top teams are only getting better, right? And I think this, I think the Wizards, it's funny you said the word surprise. I don't know. I feel like the Wizards are where I expected them to be at. I think what's scarier though, scarier though, Dexter, their schedule coming up. It's not going to get any easier for them, right? So where does this team go from here? But I think, you know, you hear Bradley Bill say that. And again, he's a guy that, you know, for a long time was fighting. Well, you know, they weren't saying fighting, but we Wizards fans knew, you know, him and John Wall kind of fighting for that top spot um, for the Washington Wizards franchise. And we know what happened with John Wall. He's no longer here now. He's out um, in L.A. And Bradley's supposed to be that guy, supposed to be that, you know, that commander of this team. And this team is still trying to, I think, honestly, find its identity. And that's yeah. what we're seeing with the Washington Wizards. I will give them a halftime. It looked like the game was over. I mean, people started to turn the channel, right? Like, this is why they're like, this is why I don't even watch the NBA on Sundays when football's on. Because this is what the Wizards <laughs> give us. And then you see that final score and you see the Wizards fought back, you know, in large part. Kyle Kuzma, you know, before he fouled out. But all that to say, you know, I think fans just don't know what they're going to get with this Wizards team and I guess same old Washington and a very competitive East. Yeah. And, and you mentioned something that it's funny whenever you and I've talked about this a little bit too, yeah. right? And my love for DC and DC, <laughs> DC is a major market. It is a fantastic sports town. And I feel like I'm saying yeah. this, I, I, I kind of have a soft spot for the Wizards because I'm like, damn, can the Wizards when can they do something like I feel like DC needs something to really get behind them? They've been teased. You talked about the glory days with yeah. Antoine Jameson and Karan Butler and Gilbert yes. Aminas. And it, I feel like those are the glory days. Like some people may scoff at Kelsey for that, but those are the glory days. Um, it's true. Otherwise, think, the older folks in DC will tell you you got to go back to the Bullets days, but the bullets. Sorry, yeah. a lot of us weren't around during the Bullets days. So we're not able, you know, to have that same memory here in DC. Um, the thing I want to ask you before we move on, because you brought up a lot of good points too, is you talked about the ticket sales, right, Kelsey? Yeah. Um, why are people why do you think people are not coming out? You know, and even this start to the season, you you have Bradley Beal. I mean, there's been the injuries. KP's played well as you brought up. Kuzma's been shooting well. We'll get into that specifically. But why do you think the folks at DC are not coming out um, to, to support this Wizards team? Yeah, I'll be honest. It's one word, superstar. And I don't know if anybody thinks that the Wizards have a superstar. I think we know we have a star in Bradley Bill, a star in Christophus Porzingis, and a star in Kyle Kuzma, but there's no superstar to draw. So why folks go to Wizards games is to see the other team. And usually when the other teams come, the Wizards don't always fare good, all right, against those other teams. And so I think that's what we've been saying for a long time. You know, the Wizards have always kind of needed that added piece. We keep saying that one person. But D.C., even as you said, even though it's a big market, the nation's capital, D.C. has not been an attractive place for free agents to come, unfortunately. And that's why we can't get excited when guys go on free agency, Dexter, here in D.C., because we know they're not going to want to come to D.C. It's like a last chance. It's a last option. You know, the last time we kind of got somebody that got really excited here, you know, Paul Pierce when he was here. But even him, he was on the last leg, right, of his career. Um, and, you know, we just don't get that star kind of effect. And so I think when you see that, you know, you can look at the other end. We just talked about the commanders, you know, Chase Young, hometown guy playing at home. You know, we saw what he did in college. 
college. He's fun to go see and go watch. So that means, even though, to be fair, the commanders to start this season, ticket sales were cheap and they were not filling seats. Now, this game on the 18th will be much different because of the playoff implications. But, you know, D.C. right now, I think they're battling. I think we we breed a lot of ball players. But, you know, it's crazy. You go to a Capitals game, it's packed next Mm. They're like, no seats, no space. It's loud. The complete opposite. Again, I think there's no superstar. I know that's a big conversation. Who's a superstar in the NBA? And Bradley Bill, fantastic, phenomenal player. But also doesn't help, you know, when your stars are getting injured and hurt and you're trying to keep your team healthy year in and year out. So I think it's a plethora of reasons, but that's not enough. for and the Tickets in the NBA also aren't cheap, Dexter, right? Like, that's let's true. be real. <laughs> that's true. They, you know, they, they, they are not cheap. Right. No, you're not. You're right about, you're right about that. I just... I want to see the Wizards flourish. Like, I feel like the market yes, and the, the city. Please. And I also like to say this. D.C. is a fantastic city. And D.C. Oh, sure. is a place I feel like, especially if you're young and you're black, which most of the NBA is, you should want to come to. There's oh, sure. not too many other cities. If I had to list a bunch of cities in the, in the NBA, if I was a player I'd want to play, D.C. definitely would be on it. Yes. Um, no doubt at all whatsoever. So I'm a little shocked at that. But you know what? A lot of winning hasn't been associated with D.C. basketball. Hopefully that's turning around. Um, yeah. Let me ask you this. You mentioned Bradley Beal. Right. And obviously injured again, another hamstring injury. What yeah. do you make of his season thus far? And also, what do you make of his time since he signed uh, the big contract coming back to the Wiz? What do you make of, of him right now and his standing with the team? I agree with you. Star player, very good, not a superstar. So right. what do you make of his time now with the Wizards as the face of the Washington Wizards? He is the face of the Wizards. And I think this is something he fought for for a long time. Again, living in John Rawls' shadow for the you know longer part of the duration of his career. But again, Bradley Bill now has been a guy that we need to keep healthy. I think that's been a big question about him, as I've mentioned. Um, and you know, you look at him coming back from health, 20 points or more in all eight of those games, which was huge. And that's why I think we were expecting a bigger night from him last night. But lo and behold, he gets out early and then doesn't return to the game. But you know, I think it's something that's been promising. You know, Christophus Porzingis touched on it, Corey Kisper touched on it when he's been out the Wizards have still been able to fare pretty decently and I think that gives some that should give Wizards fans hope and then especially when you look at Bradley Bill's absence Corey Kispert will probably be that guy that has to step up more and he's actually been the guy on the team that's knocking down shots folks I mean and he's probably been the brighter spot I mean you look at guys coming off um, of the bench and I think that's what we were asking for him after last season, you know, growth um, kind of spurt in part, part. So I say that to say, I think, you know, Bradley going out, it's not going to be the end all be all um, in Washington. You know, I think they'll have to kind of change their game plan, but I think this is still a confident gate team without him because they've been there before Dexter, right? It's not like all of a sudden we're not used to playing with Bradley Bill again, because there's been quite healthy, not being injured. Um, this team, I think can still go through it. Um, and again, I, but, but the problem too, is that they're going to, their bench is going to have to step up. And right now their bench is struggling. All right, folks, what is that get in the league and offensive rating? And then we see the teams right now that are winning. They have, what Dexter depth and if you yep. want to be an NBA chain at the end of the season you're going to need depth because things like injuries do happen right and that does change but it's just like the NFL we talk about the NBA also it has to be a next man up type of um, mentality um, and that's the big thing you know with the Washington Wizards and I think hopefully once that happens and I think once they really see that they can continue to play without Bill I think that confidence will be in them to take on anyone but I think you know Bill he got paid 
people were glad. I think they knew he was going to get paid. They thought it was a hefty price tag. And some of them, some of the parts of his contract, I think fans still have questions about, but we need him to deliver. So I think, you know, fans are hoping he can get back to the court sooner than later, sooner than possible. But until then, I still think fans are feeling at least subpar about what they still have to go um, with the Washington Wizards. If Kyle Kuzma can still play good basketball and if Christophe Porzingis can keep up just this great spurt, I think that he's had so far early in the season, right? Since we're now a quarter of the way through yeah and i want to talk about porzingis um you said it's a sore spot for some people in new york because he got traded away we, we <laughs> i knew it yeah i was uh no 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 i was gonna come for you for that but uh <laughs> I, I was i didn't like when the knicks had traded him away i didn't like the trade at the time um yeah. obviously with kp i think a lot the biggest thing for him is he when he's healthy we've seen what he can do we know what kind of talent he can be is right. he the the number two option the Wizards have been looking for? Do you like him as that compliment next to Bradley Beal as that guy? He seems to be fitting comfortably in that role um, yeah. in D.C. Um, do you like him as that guy next to Bradley Beal as a number two on the squad? Yeah, you know, I think what's exciting about Christophus Brzingis in Washington, Dexter, and I'd love your thoughts on this too, but I feel like he's finally found a home. Right. Like throughout his NBA career, he's you know, we've heard, you know, the stuff with fans, other players. But it seems like finally in D.C., you're not hearing those same storylines, right, that you heard before. And I think that's important for him because wherever you are in the NBA, you have to feel comfortable and you have to feel at home. I think the points that he's been able to put up, you know, again, I know the Wizards lost last night, but being able to put up 27 points. Now he shot 11 to 25. So, you know, you wish that was better. Um, And then the winners struggled from three. But I know that's something that he's been um, working on. So I do think I like him as a number two, you know, I mean, Bradley, especially now with Bradley Bill out, you know, obviously it's going to be two step up, but I do think he stepped up to the challenge. I do think that's why you're not hearing as negative of storylines about him now um, since he's been with Washington this season. And I think he's only going to continue to progress. The Wizards believe in him and they know what they have in him. And I think they use him to his strengths, which is actually super important um, as well. But Christophus, um, anytime Anthony Davis gets 55 points and is able to dominate the pain, I'm going to need you to step up and do it just a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> you're going to have to help Daniel Gabbard out and everybody else out. Um, Cause that's just, as you said, it's, it's unacceptable, but I will say on the other end of things, I'm actually super excited for Anthony Davis. I just have to say that. Cause I know, you know, the big question yeah. about him, be healthy. Was he going to be street clothes, Anthony Davis? And now here we go. The Wizards, the Lakers have made this huge turnaround. You know, we thought they were finished at the beginning of the season. And the large reason why is two letters, folks, AD Anthony Davis. So you have to be excited about that. If you're a Lakers fan on the other yeah. side. Yeah, if you're a Lakers fan, you got to be. He's he's been absolutely impressive. Another guy you mentioned that I think has been impressive for the Wizards thus far this season and former Laker, Kyle yeah. Kuzma. And the key for me is we talked about KP as the number two, but he's kind of been that somewhat consistent third option for the Wizards here and looking like a really solid player. He's on a very good contract, Kelsey. Um, how how yeah. impressed have you been with him in year two in D.C.? Kyle Kuzma, I'll tell you, fans love them some Kyle Kuzma, right? They they love KK. I don't know that's a nickname he would like, but it's because he delivers. He plays. He's another guy that kept them competitive, right, in that game last night. 
um, against the Washington Wizards. And he's another guy I think that you hate to see him foul out. Um, you know, especially last night, him getting those two early fouls, Dexter, really hurt, I think, the Washington Wizards, you know, because you want to, he's somebody you obviously want to keep on the floor. But I do think the Wizards are happy. And, and you, you remember, you know, when that exchange happened, Kyle Kuzma coming here, it was summer of 2021, you know, Russell Westbrook, you know, going out there. And, you know, I felt like fans felt confident because they felt like they had a shooter. You know, Russell Westbrook, when he was here, I think he was playing good team basketball, much like he's doing now. He was able to assist. But the Wizards wanted somebody else that could do what? That could shoot the basketball. And I think that's what Kyle Kuzma is able to give you. So somebody else to take pressure off of Brad. Kyle Kuzma has done the job um, that he needs to. But once again, just like I said about KCP, Kristaps uh, Porzingis, Kyle Kuzma is going to also have to step up, I think, in Bradley Bill's absence. Again, we don't know how long he's going to be out, but I do. I would like to see him be a more vocal. Um, I think he's been pretty good at it, but I would like to see him more be a leader of this team. I think he has to embrace Washington. You know, it's funny, of course, the tweet that's trending last night, you know, it's his brother for life, you know, Anthony Davis. But, you know, I think Kyle Kuzma can do something really special here in Washington. Fans are behind him. I think he's only, I think his ceiling is pretty high here, which I think makes fans, honestly, Dexter, super excited about his growth. That's good because I, I always liked him as a player with the Lakers, and I think he's a very good role player. Obviously, he got a lot of experience winning a championship yep. in 2020, and I, I love to see what he's doing with the Wizards. And, hey, you know one thing about Kyle Kuzma, the drip is always going to be interesting pregame. Oh, you for sure. You don't know what he's going to bring. That <laughs> you know media has to be there early, Dexter, for that oh, drip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you, know, you don't know what he's going to be wearing. Some props. I mean, his average already is already up this season over last season. So, right, this season yep. averaging 3.6 points. Last season, 17.1 points. So, you love to see that. Rebounds now, that could be a little bit higher. Last season, he was higher in that. But as long as he can keep shooting the ball, and, again, the Wizards right now struggle from three, I do yep. like Kyle Kuzma, but other guys are going to have to step up. Denny Avia, somebody that struggled shooting the basketball um, as of late. The Wizards just need more guys, as you said, the role players. Everybody just kind of needs to step up and do their job because I do think otherwise they're going to get quickly behind. And right now in the NBA, they just can't afford to have that. You know, their season is going in the wrong direction while the Lakers is going in the right direction. Yeah, and you talked about that. Uh, one and six in the last seven games. Um, and right now, and I think this is on any Wizards fan to talk about this, this is an important stretch of the season. Uh, December is pretty rough. Um, yeah. and I had some notes on the Wizards' upcoming schedule that I thought was interesting. So two-game road trip this week, yeah. Chicago and Indy. But with starting with that, yeah. the Wizards play 10 of their next 12 games against opponents that have winning records. One of the two opponents that didn't have a winning record was the Lakers, who they played last night. Um, yeah. How concerned are you about this stretch for this team, particularly where you know you won't have Bradley Beal, don't know for how long, but for at least right. a chunk of this, how concerned are you about the Wizards and sort of making it through this stretch? You just said it, and this is what we've been talking about a lot, all the basketball heads in D.C., you know, like Corey Kispert is a guy I mentioned on the show. So Corey Kispert, he shoots the ball really well. He shoots the ball better at home, especially that three ball. And again, I mentioned that the Wizards are trying to get better um, in that aspect road. And as you mentioned, if you can't beat, you know, the Lakers team that maybe should have been the game, you know, that Wizards hopefully could have won just because of how the Lakers have been playing. But, you know, who, well, I don't know, who would have thought, you know, Anthony Davis would go off like he did. Maybe Lakers fans did. Um, I am worried and I'm hitting the panic button on this stretch because I think right now the Wizards don't have that momentum. As you mentioned, with Bradley Bill out, that means more guys are going to have to step up. And I think right now I'm asking who's going to step up. You know, we look at injuries. Remember, Rui Hachimura. Also Dexter, right? Not coming back in this lineup. And he's somebody, you know, that was able to give um, extra points, you know, right out with a hamstring. So, you know, you look at those 
two guys also not being able to contribute to this wing of the season. You know, Johnny Davis and that kind of experiment um, didn't go as planned either with the Washington Wizards. So all that to say, I think the Wizards are going to have, you know, their hand cut out for them. I mentioned earlier how many points they're letting opponents score. That means to me, defensive wise, the Wizards are going to somehow, some way, Dexter have to come up big and hopefully be able to limit and, and, and you know, make more content, make teams make more contested shots against them. Because if you're able to hopefully limit that scoring, and, you know, and hopefully force and create turnovers. Hopefully the Wizards can play the Wizards basketball that they want to play. But it's going to be a hard test, as you mentioned, with the teams that they have coming up. So that's why, as you said, I'm, I'm scared that this Wizards team is going to continue, unfortunately, to catch some L's. I'm sorry, Wizards fans. I just got to mm. be honest with you. And hopefully after that road, uh, that road stretch, they'll be able to come back home and hopefully just, you know, fight for more. But all that to say, I do think this team is getting more confident. As I mentioned, I think, you know, the team, what they were able to do from halftime, to the fourth quarter last night was huge. Like I didn't watch the game. You wouldn't understand it, but the wizards did somehow some way fight back. And I thought that was made it again. Exactly. But yeah. at the, at the, at the end of the day, you know, you never, you would love to, you know, nobody wants to play from behind. Can you do it? Yes. But you know, you would love to have a more commanding tone, especially when you're playing on your home court, right. Which is where you're more comfortable. You know, you did have fan noise and, and they weren't able to take advantage. I think of the situation, which was really unfortunate for the Washington wizards, but all that to say, you know, the wizards right now, they're still a solid team, you know, middle. Um, but you do have to worry when you look at their upcoming schedule. Yeah, you do. Like I said, 10 of those next 12 games against teams with winning records, yeah. you got to beat those teams with losing records, um, but they'll have a chance with Indiana and Chicago coming up on the road this week to see if they can do that. Now, here's the thing about this part of the season. And this is where I worry about for the Wizards fans. Yeah. It's like, are, are the Wizards teasing their fans here? Because Uh-oh. we saw <laughs> we saw this last year, okay? We saw this last year with this yeah. team. Um, they got off to a good start. Well, they started 10-3 last, last season. Then they yeah. lost 14 of their next 21 games. Now, to be fair and tell the whole story, we got to do that, Kelsey. Okay. The Wiz <laughs> dealt with a lot of injuries last season. Yes. COVID ravaged the team, as did a lot of teams late December of last year. Um, and hopefully we don't have that this year um, to deal with. So that, that's – I don't want to just put this all on the Wizards. Their, their season was derailed by COVID and a bunch of injuries. Um. But the fans have been teased. You know, West Unsell Jr. had them off to a great start. This year they got off to, uh, I think they were, what, 11? They were 11 and 10 or 11 and 7. I can't remember what right. the record was. And, yeah, 11 and 7. And now they've now they've lost, excuse me, 10 and 7. And now they've lost uh, 6 out 7. Um, right. It feels like a tease to the D.C. fans who want more. Are, yeah. are you tired of the tease, Kelsey? Right, what, oh what, what's going yeah. on? Dexter, this is what we call in Washington all the time, deja vu. We've seen this act before. <laughs> it's, it's more the same in Washington, you know. Um, you know, I've heard them called perennial losers, you know, just, you know, consistent mediocrity. And it doesn't help, you know, that the other, you know, D.C. team, collegiate basketball team, the Georgetown Hoyas, are also haven't been able to find their groove, you know. So I guess basketball fans right now, if they want to see some good basketball, I guess they got to go out to my Maryland Terrapins, Dexter. Oh, um, that, look <laughs> at you. Look at you. You had you had to bring it back to College Park. You had to bring it back to College Park. You had to find a way to get that in there. (laughs) I'm like, you know, it's only right. But yes, and I think, again, that goes back to your earlier question, why fans 
aren't in the stands because they've seen this before. Yes, there's just some different faces, but the same scenario, the same outcome going on with the Washington Wizards. And, you know, I mean, Dexter, if you look at the you look at the Eastern Conference, you know, you look at what the Celtics are doing and just, you know, the Bucks and even the Cavs. I think, right, they've been a fun team, um, you know, just to watch continue to grow and develop. You know, I think you are worried about the Wizards and y'all in New York know because right now, I mean, the Wizards and the Knicks, Pretty much sitting at the same place, right, Dexter? Oh yeah, and- two, oh yeah, two two mediocre teams. That's for sure. Two mediocre. <laughs> and what do we always say in New York and DC with these teams? We always want them to do more, but you know, both of us have been sad fans in New York and yes. DC with <laughs> yes, our teams of late, and that's just speaking truth and that's just speaking fact. And then, as you mentioned, it doesn't hurt now that you know once again, Bradley Bills. We talked about earlier, you know, getting injured. So it's kind of like you know, where do we go from here? We've been here before, and will West Ensel Junior. And, and squad be able to step up to the task? And it's a heavy task again when they when they're a team without a superstar, a team that right has started without a superstar, and as their bench also not being able to help. So who do you, who do you turn to right now? You know, it's like you're searching, you're searching, you're looking, you're looking. But while you're doing that, other teams are doing what? They're surpassing you because they had that superstar and they're being able to play team basketball and they're able to let their starters get some rest because they have a bench that they can count on to at least put a put in the game. You know, right for minutes, um, so your guys can get a break. So I saw that to say yes, like Wizards fans, we've been through it. Let me tell you, if you see a person rocking a Wizards jersey, like give them a smile give them a handshake like they're real ones it's not the easiest all right <laughs> dc folks have we, we we've been through a lot so <laughs> to yeah, no 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 i'm i'm you know i'm with it and i support the you know i support the wizard fan you're right and so anybody out there walking the streets of dc <laughs> or the dmv area and you're rocking the wizard's jersey salute to you brother or sister salute to Thank you. You. <laughs> you 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 are you are out here keeping it real i we as a Knicks fan i understand <laughs> uh, la- last thing before I let you go, Kelsey. Yeah. Um, you talked about some of the issues of this team, uh, whether it be the lack of a superstar, um, whether it be the lack of depth and not knowing if that is sustainable and with yeah. the depth that they currently have. Um, what's the ceiling for this Wizards team? Like Ooh. if everything goes right this year and you're smiling the next time I see you Ooh, and okay. people wearing the Wizards <laughs> fans around the streets of D.C., are smiling and feeling feeling good. What's the ceiling for this team? And I'm going to put a timeline on it because I don't want to say what can happen there. But let's say, okay. you know when I like to come down to D.C., you know I like to come end of March, early April. Cherry okay. <laughs> I like to walk around the basin, see what's oh, going yes. on. Everybody's happy. The vibes are good. <laughs> Spring is in the air. Yes. What do you think this team could be by that time? What's the ceiling for this team? Yeah. You know, I like this question because it goes back to Bradley Bill on Gilbert Arena's podcast. I thought it was interesting. You know, he said he liked the roster, which, of course, you know, he's going to say. And I do think you see them starting to vibe and get kinks that they could make the playoffs with this group. This is Bradley Bill speaking, folks. I'm just spreading the message. And he actually compared this group in terms of talent, Dexter, to the 2017 Wizards squad. So, folks, this is when you had John Wall, Gortat. And I thought that was really interesting, you know, because I think that team was a team. And going back to fun times in D.C. now, I mean, Gortat was a fan favorite, Dexter, um, when he was playing center here for the Washington Wizards. Of course, John Wall was. I mean, we still miss the Dougie, too, John Wall. You better bring that back on um, – on Saturday in DC. But all that to say, I think, you know, when you look in the spring, I do think this will still be a middle of the pack squad, Dexter, for, for the Washington Wizards. I see them sitting in the middle of the East. And I, you know, we hope they're not outside looking in. But when you look at the teams above them, and I think, you know, again, you're in New York. I think Knicks fans are probably looking at the same thing. But, you know, can they compete with the Boston Celtics of the world and the Bucks of the world? And I think the squad right now, it's going to be difficult because the, that squad, you know, they, they both have depth, they both have superstars that can help. To- 
lead and they have, and if somebody's having right, that they can count on to shoot the basketball. So all that to say, Dexter, I think we'll honestly be probably having the same conversation <laughs> come spring. Oh, no. And we're, we're, we're going to be saying, Dexter, didn't I tell you this back on what's today's day, December 5th? Didn't I say the same exact <laughs> thing? I might as well just record myself and probably <laughs> tape it and hit play because I think that's what we're, where we're going to be. But hopefully at that time we have a healthy Bradley Bill. Hopefully he's not um, injured again. But, you know, I, I hope by that time, though, I really hope that Christopher Porzingis continues his play as of late. And I hope Kyle Kuzma still continues his shooting and his stretch. But hopefully by then we have somebody else on the Washington Wizards squad that will have stepped up to be that other reliable person that this squad can count on to really make a push. I hope so. I listen when I come when I come down in early spring, as I've done a couple of times to DC, because that's one of my favorite times of year down there. Yeah, I hope there are some smiling Wizards fans. We hope the same in New York. You know, when you're stuck in mediocrity, uh, you can only hope for better and hope for more. However, the mm-hmm. one thing I know, the one thing I know is certain, Kelsey, is you're going to be on top of it, covering oh, all I the great DMV, that, the sports there. in the DMV area. So you know that. You know that everybody, uh, Kelsey, this is the second time on the show. Kelsey, I appreciate you coming back on. Thank you for having awesome me. Wizards, of course. And everybody, please give her a follow. Um, follow all the stuff. Tell the people all the stuff you're working on, where they can find you, all that good stuff. Tell them yes. all about that. Well, I hope everyone follows. As Dexter said, I cover everything DC sports. I love absolutely covering our sports teams here. It's a fun time of year, but follow me on my website, KelseyNicoleNelson.com. Social media, the Roll K Nelson, that's everything. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever. Facebook, Kelsey, Nicole Nelson. I love it. Whether it be college sports, professional sports, bring it to me. I can take the heat and I love it. I'll dish it back um, to you as well. But working, of course, on covering our Wizard Squad now, our Commander Squad, and it's a fun time of year. Also, check out my podcast, Listening with KNN. It's listeningwithknn.com. Coming up, I'll have Matthew Berry and Trinity Rodman joining me. So I have a very special, exciting lineup um, for folks to tune into. And, you know, with, with Matthew Berry, we'll talk the latest and greatest in football. Trinity Rodman, what she was able to do for a soccer soccer here, um, you know, and just, you know, continuing that Rodman legacy name, Dexter. So lots there coming up and be sure to follow and listen to Canon on social media. So yeah. you have me, Dexter. Always fun. And we show that DC and New York love each other. On the oh, East Coast. oh, always <laughs> fun for, for the, for the listeners and viewers that should know, Kelsey and I, we finally got to connect. Um, yes. That was what, late, late this summer or I can't early yes. fall. It's still warm in New uh-huh. Uh, he was in New York. We grabbed dinner. We had a great time. We had a great time. We was at a great spot. We had a really good time. Uh, yes. So, Shout out to some good food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't knows all the food. spots in New York, folks. So hit him up if you come to New York. <laughs> I, I get that pressure now when people are like, if you're in New York, Dexter knows where all the spots are. I know a few <laughs> things. Just like when I come down to D.C., which Kelsey and I have to do, we're going to do dinner down there. But Kelsey, yes. always good to see you in person Thank and you. virtually. Thank you, sister. Keep up the great work. Always Thank proud of you. Good. And uh, for you, go Wizards, okay? <laughs> I'm going to tape that. We got Dexter saying it. Yeah, you got me saying it. it. <laughs> Last time you'll ever hear me say it, but you got me saying it. <laughs> Thanks, Kelsey. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate your time. Anytime. That is Kelsey Thanks, Nelson once one. again. Bye, guys. <laughs> See, bye to everybody. Thanks, Kelsey, for joining us. We're going to take Thank a you. quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a couple games tonight. It's a good night of NBA games. There's a couple games I have my eyes on in terms of picks. I'm going to talk about that. And there's been some interesting line movement in these games because some injuries. So some interesting. I got my three picks for tonight. Monday night, good night in the NBA. We'll talk about that when we come back on the NBA Exchange. Are you looking for a better way to play player props or daily fantasy sports? 
Well, look no further than Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the leading over under daily fantasy game. Why? Because it's so easy to use and win. You can make your picks in under 30 seconds and win up to 10 times your money in one day. Right now, we have a special offer for our viewers and listeners of the NBA Exchange. All you got to do is sign up now and use the promo code NBAEX. Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Yep. That's right. They'll match your first deposit up to $100. So join the over 150,000 others who found a better way to play. Download the Prize Picks app today. All right, guys. Welcome back to the NBA Exchange. Was just um, checking some injury notes before today's game. So you always got to keep your eyes on that in terms of the betting. Uh, injuries can change everything as we know, in terms of the lines and how it's going on. Um, but got some interesting games tonight. There's a nice slate of games. Uh, did some nice things this weekend for myself with some player props that I liked. But my first game of the night, I'm going to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Orlando Magic. Bucks, big favorites in this one, nine and a half. You know how I feel about the big line sometimes. A bit concerning for me there. Uh, versus Orlando Magic, if you like the Magic, plus 344 on that money line. The over-under for this is 225 and a half. Now, look, the Bucs, they've had their little issues offensively. We saw them lose a tough game to the Lakers last night. Um, but, you know, one thing you know about them is the defense is going to be solid. On the road, down in Orlando, they've been rested. I think they take care of business here. Orlando's had a lot of injuries, particularly to their front court. But that is an Orlando team that plays hard. And because of that, with the nine and a half points, eh, I might want to stay away from that one um, in, term, in terms of that. That might be one that I think is a little difficult for me to have um, in, in that way. So what I like, as I've said this before, what I like to do with this is give me the first half bet on that. I think the Bucks come out strong here. I think you want to put some money in them having a strong first half. I would say that number is probably going to be around five, six points. That's what I've seen uh, anywhere from the line, five and a half, six and a half. I think the Bucks can cover that. I like a little bit more value in that than them covering that nine and a half for the full game. I think that can happen, but I always get scared of runs. So if you think a team is going to take care of their business and dominate defensively and get off, get out to a good halftime lead, like I think the Bucs will do here, bet on them for the first half. In terms of props, I might stay away from a lot of props in this game because I don't know, and this could end up in a blowout. So this is one that's a stay away from me in props. As far as that over-under of 225.5, give me the under on that. I think the Magic are going to have a very tough time scoring against the Bucs. The Bucs will get enough points, and I think they'll have a comfortable lead, but I don't see the Magic scoring enough points here. So I like that under of 225 and a half in this one. My second game of the night, Oklahoma City Thunder. They are underdogs and it's plus 180 versus the Atlanta Hawks. Now, a lot of drama going around with the Atlanta Hawks. You got the disagreement, shall we say, between head coach Nate McMillan and point guard Trey Young. And there's some comments that came out today where Trey Young talked to the media and said he was disappointed that uh, the, the you know situation became public. Trey Young did not play in their last game on Friday. He did not show up to the game. A reporter asked him why he didn't show up to the game. But John Collins, who's injured and was in a boot, was there. Not a good look for Ice Trey there. And Ice Trey and the Hawks, they played the Knicks on Wednesday night at the Garden, which is always an interesting time. Uh, however, the Hawks here at home, I think they take care of business. They're also been a team that's kind of been mired in mediocrity, like we've been talking about with the Wizards and the Knicks. Um, but I think the Thunder, who played hard and a lot of teams as well, they will have their hands full with SGA, who's somebody I would love in a prop tonight. Look at him for 
combined points, rebounds, and assists to go over. I would really like him in that regard. But give me the Hawks. I think the Hawks have had a lot going on around them, a lot of talk around them. I think they want to get a win on the court, take care of business. I think they do that tonight. The line is fine for me here at six points. I think the Hawks can cover that. This is not a team I would take in the first half because I think the Thunder will actually make it a game and the Hawks will pull away. But give me the Hawks to cover minus six. That over-under of 237 is very high. Neither of these teams are really good defensive teams, so I think they can get around that number. But this is a stay away for me. Um, I can see that number going over 237, but I'm inclined to stay away in this one. So I'll stay away from that. But give me the Hawks to cover at home over the OKC Thunder. And the last game of the night, this is a game that was a pick earlier, the Miami Heat versus the Memphis Grizzlies. However, that line has changed, and I want to check on it again, folks, because right now the Heat are four-and-a-half-point favorites. But let me just check on that one more time it's because, you know, who knows? Line may have moved again because there have been some injuries, and I'll talk about that in a second, that have impacted the game. Still four-and-a-half with a heater favorite. It was a pick earlier, and there were some various. We saw the Grizzlies favored by one at home, the Heat favored by one in the road. Uh, but a couple injuries for the Grizzlies. No Jaron Jackson tonight. Also, no John Morant as well. That has definitely shifted the line here. I would have gone with the Grizzlies. They've been playing pretty good ball overall. I like how they've been playing. But I think the Heat, who actually started to turn things around, they had a really good win against Boston last week. Um, their defense has been playing better. The offense has been looking a little bit better on there. I think the Heat are going to come into this and take care of business on the road. I think they're just a better defensive team. Now, the one thing that cautions me here, this is a tight line. The Grizzlies are used to playing out the stars and playing pretty well. They've done that over the years. But I think no John Morant, especially the matchup against Bam, is a huge factor that I don't like. He's their best defender, and he's not out. I think Bam could have a big day. Look for him to get a double-double in this one. I like any props on that. But I'm going to take the Heat here to cover the four-and-a-half. I think that will make my man Brian Fonseca very happy. But I like the Heat on the road to cover the four-and-a-half. That over-under of 218-and-a-half, give me the under in this. We know what the Heat can do defensively. Grizzlies have not been as good defensively. But I think they'll struggle to score without their leader and John Morant here. So I like the under of 218 and a half here today. So here are my picks. Bucks first half to cover versus Orlando Magic. You're getting that anywhere between five and a half, six and a half points. Bang that one. Give me the Hawks to cover six points at home against the Thunder. I like that there. Also, the Heat versus the Grizzlies. Love the Heat to cover. So I got all the favorites covering here. But the Bucks, I'm going to take the first half. And also a player prop I like. Bam at a bio getting a double-double against the Grizzlies tonight. Tall order always against Stephen Adams there, but no Jaron Jackson. Uh, I think there'll be a little bit more opportunities for rebounding and, and a little bit more opportunities for interior scoring on that matter there. So there are the picks we have for Monday night. Should be a good Monday night of NBA action. Shout out to the homie Kelsey Nicole Nelson. I saw she was watching for a little bit on Facebook. She said, thanks so much for having me on. Enjoyed the show. Always enjoy talking to Kelsey. She is absolutely fantastic at what she does down in DMV area. Good to talk some Wizards. We got some other teams I hope we can talk about soon that I really want to talk to some folks about that we should get on here. Uh, the L.A. basketball teams we have not really delved into yet this season. Also, the Phoenix Suns. We want to talk about some more teams out west. I also mentioned getting the homie Lauren Gunn on here. We got to talk about the Grizzlies. So, you know, we got to get my man Justin Lewis on here who's going to give me a hard time about the Mets. That should be fun. So a lot to talk about. Wednesday coming up, we'll have NBA with Nuance with my man Gerard Hector. He will be on here. You know how we do on Wednesday. That will be a early, uh, late morning, early afternoon show uh, for that. But sometimes, from time to time, like I said, we'll do these live evening shows like we did tonight, which will help out the betters to see what the lines are and some of the picks before the betting. But thank you, everybody, for tuning in. 
Again, special shout out to our homie, Kelsey Nicole Nelson. We appreciate her for coming on the show. If you missed the show, you hopped in late, you can check out the replay of this on YouTube. It'll be archived there. You can also check this out. All digital streaming platforms as a podcast is available there as well, too. For Kelsey Nicole Nelson, who joined us, I'm Dexter Henry. And until next time, guys, peace and enjoy the basketball.